It's all about the word. Observations on language and literature with Strider Lee. Chastity and Political Orthodoxy. George Orwell's 1984, Part 2, Chapter 3. With the rise of the religious right and their theocratic political agenda, there has also come the handmaid of neo-Puritanism. In George Orwell's novel, 1984, we learn that this is nothing new and that sexual repression is an effective tactic of tyranny. While lounging with Winston during their secret woodland tryst, Julie reveals her deep insight into the way the party controls a population and encourages a fanatical fascist enthusiasm. With Julia, everything came back to her own sexuality. Unlike Winston, she had grasped the inner meaning of the party's sexual puritanism. It was not merely that the sex instinct created a world of its own which was outside the party's control and which therefore had to be destroyed if possible. What was more important was that sexual privation induced hysteria, which was desirable because it could be transformed into war fever and leader worship. The way she put it was, When you make love, you're using up energy, and afterward you feel happy and don't give a damn for anything. They can't bear you to feel like that. They want you to be bursting with energy all the time. All this marching up and down and cheering and waving flags is simply sex gone sour. That was very true, he thought. There was a direct, intimate connection between chastity and political orthodoxy. For how could the fear, the hatred, and the lunatic credulity which the party needed in its members be kept at the right pitch except by bottling down some powerful instinct and using it as a driving force? We would do well to be suspicious of those who would hijack our sexuality for their own purposes. Those most eager to manipulate us this way are also most eager to redirect our energy to power their own program. It's all about the word. Observations on language and literature with Strider Lee.